Welcome to the Testimony Service Podcast, the podcast that will encourage you, increase your faith, and draw you closer to God. I'm your host, Martina. The Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So in an effort to help our listeners' faith increase, each episode will begin with the scripture. The scripture for today comes from Matthew chapter 7, verses 9 through 11. Suppose your son asks for bread, which of you will give him a stone? Or suppose he asks for a fish, which of you will give him a snake? Even though you are evil, you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father who is in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? And now for episode 26, What's Underneath? Hi, my name is Rochelle. I live in London and I'm 28 years old. This is my testimony and it's just about how God had removed serious anger from my life, which had become physical and caused me to be violent to my, at the time, fiancé. So I'm just going to tell you a bit about the background. So I met my husband when I was 17 and I became pregnant young so I had my son at 18 years old Um, at the time I was a Christian but my husband wasn't so after a year of being together we split up and then he basically just disappeared and he would disappear for months and we wouldn't see him he was out of my son's life for I think about five years at least God did bring us back together um, which is another testimony but And when we did come back together, I started to suffer from really aggressive outbursts of anger when we would have arguments. And I didn't realise it was a problem. I thought it was just a natural reaction due to an argument, except for one time when I actually hit him over the head with my iPad. That's when I realised that I actually had a serious problem and it almost cost me to lose my relationship with him I was a Christian at the time, but I was so ashamed. I didn't want to tell anyone from church. I didn't know who to turn to. I felt so out of control. Whenever we would have arguments about a certain topic, I would feel a horrible, like a whirlwind of heat in my stomach. And it would go from zero to 100 before I knew it. And then I would just be apologizing for what I had done or what I had said verbally as well. I was quite bad with what I would say. Um, I didn't know where to go. I'd searched online to look for counsellors. I'd researched how to overcome this because I didn't want, it was ruining my life. I basically did everything except for give it to God because I guess deep down, I felt like I was too far gone for him to help me which is quite strange because obviously God is the most powerful source of freedom that we have but at the time I just thought I needed a psychologist or something that the world could give me and I started to write down when um, I would have these outbursts and I realized that it was to do with abandonment and to do with my son I guess because of our past and the hurt that had been caused in the past it wasn't until I was having a conversation with one of my um, sisters from church Um, I didn't actually tell her what I was going through but she opened up one day and said to me that God had delivered her from serious anger and that was the first time I actually had hope that I might be okay 
God actually can do something for me. So after having that conversation with her, I actually decided to turn to God and I begged him and I cried out to him and I said, God, you have to deliver me from this. And I said, I don't know, I don't care what you have to do, but please, you have to help me. And God, so I'm getting emotional, but he took me from a place of despair to freedom. And I started reading my Bible daily. Um, some My mum as well, she's a woman of God. God used her. She didn't know what was going on either, but she offered to do morning prayer with me every day, just not for anything specific, but sometimes I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even pray on the phone. It would just be her praying because sometimes I just, all I could do was just cry. And even through my cries, God began to heal me. He began to reveal to me that it was actually fear that was causing this anger. And he revealed to me that I was fearful of banded by him again, by my fiance, and also for my son being hurt because I would get really protective over him. But he showed me that he was God and that I didn't need to put my trust in my husband, but I needed to put my trust in him as he had given me permission to be with my husband and that I could trust in his plan for my life. And I could trust my son over to him who had looked after him for all the years that he wasn't in our lives. And God began to heal me until the point where we would have arguments and I wouldn't have that reaction. It was literally like God had plucked the, the anger out of me. I didn't have the burning sensation in, and the anger, the uncontrollable anger anymore. And he began to give me a peace. And he began to show me a lot that I could, I can really trust him, even with things that I've been hurt with in the past. Sometimes I, we would have an argument and I would feel the anger and I would just have to run and literally cry out to God. And he began to heal me inside where he's completely healed me. And I just, I'm so thankful to him because, you know, it almost ruined my, we're married now, but it almost ruined our marriage. And I don't know where I would have been today if it wasn't for him. And I'm just so grateful, so, so grateful for what he's done. And he encouraged me to share this, even though I'm quite nervous and I don't really tell a lot of people um, personal things but I've seen people suffering from the same thing and what gave me hope was a friend sharing with me what God has done and I know if he's done it for me he can do it for every single one of us out there we just need to give it to him and truly give it to him even when we don't understand or we're scared the enemy is a lie and God's love casts out all fear and when we commit ourselves to him and ask him to heal us he really truly does that's what he wants to do and I just want to encourage anyone out there that's going through anything fear related anger related or you know I think fear expresses itself in many ways not just anger but anything and he can heal you from anything and I just want to encourage you all out there to just run to him and seek him because he can deliver us yeah so I just want to thank God I just want to give him the glory because you know, he's saved my life, really, and he's blessed me with a beautiful family, and I'm just so blessed, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Thank you for sharing that. That's a really powerful testimony. You're yeah, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, like you said, I love how you said one of the sisters at the church just finally opened up to you. Um, like, she didn't know what was going on, but 
It's that one little thing that, you know, sometimes we're so scared to tell the truth. Like, it's nothing that we have to be ashamed of, you know. Um, if, if God brings us out of something, I feel like the power in it is is sharing it. When we keep it to ourselves, it's kind of almost like the devil wins. Like, you know, oh, he took so much of our life because we struggled with whatever. But to just keep our mouth shut for the rest of our lives and act like God didn't bring you out of that, like, yeah. So what, so what you're doing right now, just being on here, and even though you're a little nervous, like sharing it, it means a lot. And I, I hope someone really listens to this who, who can relate to whether it's anger or fear or, you know, something similar along those lines that like sh- sharing our testimonies, it's so powerful. Yeah. I know. It really is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually really happy that there's a platform that I can actually share because I prayed and I asked God when I actually posted it and I just said, you know, I want you to have your way with this. And even if it just reaches one person, that's such a blessing. And yeah, so I'm happy. That's real. Yeah. Even if it reaches one person, like even you, I mean, the lady who shared with you, like she reached you, you were one person. And like that one, you're, you being that one person is now going to reach some other one person. And it's like, it never stops with that one person. Like you not getting angry the way you do anymore. Like, that's going to have like such a positive impact on your kids and their kids. Like it just goes on forever and ever just because yeah. we were not too afraid to open our mouths. Like, so yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you again. Thank you. Um, so how you were talking about how like you didn't know who to turn to in your church, like even though you were going to church. So what do you think like as a body of Christ that we can do to make each other feel more comfortable coming to each other? Cause I know that's a big deal. Like it, the church is a, supposed to be a place where we can come, but a lot yeah. of times we're like too afraid. So what do you think? I think sometimes there's a lot of pressure to behave in a certain way. But what we need to understand is that our relationship with God is not a behavior based. It's a heart based. So when we bring things out to the light, that's when God can deal with it. So if you have even one person, I mean, actually, my friend who I'm talking about, I didn't have any friends. I'm quite a private person because I hate gossip and <laughs> I don't like telling people things that can go anywhere apart yeah. from with me. Um, and I prayed for a friend because I didn't actually have any. And he brought me this girl and we were actually friends from young, from another area. And somehow... A week later, um, I saw her in my church for the first time. My church is quite big. So when you have someone trusted, I think that it's just knowing that it's out of love. I think that we need to pray for relationships that are built out of love and not out of anything else other than that. Because when you know that it's love, you know that you can kind of be open because there's no judgment that the person's going to pray for you and not just, ooh, gossip to, you know. Right tell someone else that actually if you tell them it's not to go anywhere else or not just to even have a chat about it but it's so that they can stand by you in prayer because God is the only one that I believe really can help us I mean we can all give advice but advice doesn't have power as much as God does right yeah I think the church just needs to show more love and less judgment because it's not about being perfect it's about being open and allowing God to change all areas of our life but we can't allow that if we we're not open which is what God is showing me actually which is why I'm even doing this because um what's done in the dark the devil can have power over when it comes out to the light that's when God has power over it I think even just pray and if anyone's in a church and they feel that they 
don't have anyone to talk to or they feel fear of being judged, pray and ask God to give you one person, you know, you only need one. <laughs> you don't need yeah. five. <laughs> right. If you've got five, then you're blessed. Like, if you don't, you only need one. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's the answer. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I used to go to a church that was really large and like I'm very introverted and like reserved and like I'll lay back. So like, I'm not going to go proactively make a friend in the church. Um, (laughs) And so at that church, it was like, they tried to have different like activities and programs and stuff, but still I would just go and I'd be like, okay, I'm at this other program, like, but nothing ever happened. Um, But now at this church that I go to, um, I've been there for a year and they have small groups. And so that helps. Well, first, I mean, it took me like, three different small groups before I finally found like my, my real tribe. But um, yeah, it is important to have like a really, like, I guess a small group of like people that you can trust because Mm. otherwise it's like, Oh, this church is too big and I'm just a number. And I I think what you said, like about having real relationships with people out of love, Mm -hmm. like a huge deal. Cause otherwise we're supposed to be a body. We're supposed to work together. Right. And it's like, yeah, at times when, when we're not doing that, it's like, yeah, you feel like it's you against the world when it shouldn't be that way. Um, yeah. So you said that you, how long have you been married now? Um, it will be three years in July. Okay, nice. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, it's almost July. The year is flying by. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so um, you said he wasn't a Christian. Is he a Christian now? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah that's good. How did you guys kind of like end up coming back together and like realizing like, that you guys were like meant for each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I will do this as quickly as possible. Um, okay. He actually went to prison. Um, he was there for eighteen months, so I hadn't seen him for about three years. Um, he came out, and he came again, giving me the speech, as I used to call it, <laughs> of how I wanted to be a good dad and you know have a relationship with our son. And honestly, I wanted to say no, but I decided to just have hope and just try again. Hopefully this time would be different. So he started seeing our son. Actually, while he was in prison, he would write to him. I would never give him the letters because I just thought, how do you explain that to somebody who hasn't seen their dad in years and then now they're getting letters? So I I never gave them to him, but my mum, who I just thank God for, she's such an amazing woman. My mum would write to him. She would even send pictures of our son to him. And it was actually because of my mum that he started seeking God in prison Mm. because he couldn't understand how he could hurt me and our son so much. And this woman still send him money, write letters to him, say she was praying for him after all he had done. He couldn't understand. He said it must be God. And that's when he started seeking God. So when he came out, he actually started to go to church with my mum, which is quite funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He started to go with her. And um, one day he actually took the altar call. So I think he was going for like a month or two. And then he responded to the altar call and gave his life to God. So during this time, we, we weren't together or anything. But um, I remember he said to me, <laughs> he actually asked me one day, he said, do you think there's any chance of us ever getting back together? And if you'd asked me this a year ago or even six months ago, I would have said, or one of my friends asked me, I would have said, no, no way. Even if he was the last man on earth, like <laughs> me, how my opinion of him was very, very low, very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, when he asked me this, I actually 
paused for a second and I actually had to think about it. And my answer was, I don't know. That's when I realized that, wow, oh my gosh. I thought, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) And I think he asked me on a date and I said, yes, I don't know why, but I did. And we began to begin like to talk and to like build a relationship. And little by little, God actually put love for him back in my heart, which mm. was a miracle in itself. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even, yeah. At first I didn't even like him. Mm-hmm. Like if you asked me, I didn't, he annoyed me. Um, I didn't really like him. I guess I still was holding resentment to him as well. Fast forward, we got engaged and then we got married. Yeah, that was quite quick. Um, but just before we got married, I actually didn't want to get married to him because I found out something that I thought, no, I don't want to deal with that. Like, maybe he can tell you about this in another testimony. But Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I said, I don't want to. Like, I just want a husband who has no problems, who is just going to be amazing. And this is not what I want. I can't be bothered. <laughs> and that's when, this is God. He's so amazing. God said to me, through actually, it's so weird how he can just be clear to you to a point where you, there's no question that it's him. He told me that he would heal my husband and that I should marry him. And I remember I called my friends. I have two really good friends who are both Christian. They're, they're the two friends I prayed for. And one of them was going through a lot. And I called her and I was like, the wedding's off. And she just said to me, this is the enemy. This is the enemy. And she prayed with me and she, and then she encouraged me just to start praying about everything, about my husband. And God gave me peace and we got married. And I'm just so thankful he's done so much, like, in the three years that we've been married. It's not been easy. I'm not going to lie. It's been a battle. Like, the enemy has fought against this from when we met when I was 17. But God is so faithful and he's really used our marriage and our relationship to show me so much about his love, his faithfulness, about prayer, about how powerful and how much change God can bring through prayer and just when we're obedient to him, when we put him in the centre. Honestly, I used to pray for my husband when I was younger in the shower, like when I was 10, 11, 12. And he has actually moulded my husband into the man that I prayed about. He wasn't the man initially when I met him, but he's just done so much and I'm just so thankful to God. I'm so blessed. That's Uh, crazy. That's crazy. You would have missed what God had for you if you were like up, like, you know, so focused on your list right (laughs) of what you're looking for like not knowing that like God was still working on him and like that was exactly what you wanted that's so my that's so mind-boggling because we I mean we always have in our mind like made up this is what I want okay I'm waiting to see this it's like well you didn't get this (laughs) you got something else but God was in it and that's that's awesome that's such a beautiful testimony Thanks for listening to another episode of the Testimony Service Podcast. We will be back next Wednesday. But in the meantime, go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Testimony Service Pod. And as always, here is a sneak peek of next week's episode. I was born at one pound, six ounces, literally one pound, six ounces. I could fit in the palm of my dad's hand. My head was to his fingertips. My feet were at the base of his palm. The doctors gave me a 0% chance of survival.